Hi guys, Cooper here from the Unquote Podcast. Unquote delves into what makes movie quotes so, well, quotable. See, I have a guest each week watch a movie selected from the American Film Institute's Top 100 Movie Quotes list. And then we sit down and ponder cultural impingement and cinematic preponderance and... Okay, you got me. My thesaurus was totally open. A little factual and a lot of fun, it's the least contentious peanut gallery in history. Unquote is part of the Rogue Intel Network, and you can find me on iTunes, Facebook, and Twitter. is round trip yay another awesome week started yes yes have you recovered from our easter weekend extravaganza <laughs> in las vegas i have but i had another long weekend of activities so i do need to get some sleep eventually round trip along with our travel squad an adventure to Las Vegas. Yay. Yay. One of our favorite places to go. You know, one thing that we try to do every time we visit Las Vegas is do something that we've not done before. So we always try to make it a different experience every time, but sometimes it's hard because you kind of get into a pattern. But the cool thing about going with different people is you tend to do different things. So that was a really cool experience for us this time. We went with a large group of our travel squad friends and we did several things differently. Number one, we stayed off the strip. We stayed way off the strip. That's just way, way off the strip. (laughs) We stayed in Las Vegas. (laughs) Like for real. We we stayed at somebody's mama house. That's what we said. (laughs) Carol and Jackson were our neighbors and Suzette and Ray Ray down the street. (laughs) Yeah, we were we were so far off the strip that the cab driver when we when he was taking us to the house said, This is far. <laughs> we were like, This is your city. <laughs> you live here. <laughs> he was looking around like we were gonna do something to him. So I was like, So no, sir. <laughs> we don't know where we're going either. I mean, you guys did get in pretty late, so I can see why he was like, Hey. Yeah, he was feeling <laughs> it was, was it was almost kind of like way. one AM, so <laughs> He was definitely feeling some kind of way. Yeah. But the house we stayed in, we rented through Airbnb and it was a beautiful house. It was a beautiful house. It had five bedrooms. Yep. Five bedrooms, five and a half baths. Yeah. Yeah. It was a beautiful house. had a game room, poker tables, um, pool tables, tables, a huge kitchen. It was, it was fantastic. It was a beautiful house. So definitely don't regret doing that. It was definitely a different way to experience Vegas. We also didn't really gamble much. I didn't gamble Mm-mm. much. I gambled a little bit, but I didn't gamble much. We spent some time in old Vegas, which for some of you who may not be familiar, there are technically two strips. There is the strip with all the glitz and the glam and the high rise, cool buildings and the themed buildings. And then there's old Vegas where you may have seen photos. It has the canopy with the graphics. They do shows on the canopy. And it's it's, it's cheaper drinks, older and, waitresses. And awesome people watching. The best people watching in Las Vegas is on the old strip. FYI. It's almost like if you've ever been on a cruise and, <laughs> and people watched on a cruise, it's like that times 10. Yeah. 
what else did we do, did we do that we haven't done in Vegas before? Um, well, we always go to different restaurants and hang out, but the, the supper club thing I thought was a little different from us because we normally kind of, you know, sit down, drink, eat, and then go do something else. So that experience at uh, Rose Rabbit Lie I thought was pretty different for us. It was, you know, it was a little frou-frou. <laughs> yeah, so Rose Rabbit Lie is a restaurant at the Cosmopolitan. Yes. Is that where we were? I can't remember. And it was a really cool restaurant. It was a like, like a tapas place. And the cool part is they had live music during your dinner. And we were seated right next to the stage, which was really cool. And they had a really good band, um, two amazing singers, and a tap dancer in, like, tails. Like, he was wearing, mm-hmm. like, formal tuxedo and tails. And a young man who was a break dancer. And so during our dinner, we probably saw all of these people perform twice yep. during one dinner. So they had a nice rotation going and a nice variety. And it was really interesting. So if you, you know, that's something to add to your list if you've not done it before. Something that's a little bit more unique than just stuffing your face at a buffet. Which, I mean, I don't, you know, I'm not throwing any shade to stuffing your face at a buffet. Because I like love to do that too. Love a good buffet. But it's a, it was a neat alternate experience. Yeah, it was it was very entertaining for the most part. And it was very pretty. At the inside, the decor was kind of old Hollywood type. You know, it was pretty. I liked how it looked on the inside. For sure, for sure. So, you know what I think we should talk about, Renee? I think we should talk about visiting Vegas for people who don't gamble. Yes. I think this comes up a lot when we're just randomly talking about Vegas with people. Um, I've had a conversation actually with a friend from work. And he was like, oh, I've never been to Las Vegas. And I looked at him like he was crazy and then asked why. And he was like, oh, because I don't gamble. And I think people really think you have to, you know, spend money and play a good poker game in order to actually enjoy Las Vegas. So, And that is absolutely not true. You, there are so many things to do in Vegas. There's also the perception that Vegas is not family friendly. And although I do not have children, I have seen... Lots of children in Vegas enjoying themselves. Lots of families there. (laughs) And lots of activities and shows that are geared to families with children and people, you know, people who have, um, like, who maybe aren't there to gamble and do things like that. I think Vegas definitely offers something for the non-gambler and the family situation. So here is a list of five things that we think you can do in Vegas if you don't gamble. Number one, you can eat. Mm-hmm. You can pretty much eat your way through Las Vegas. You can. Oh, my God. There's so many restaurants. It's ridiculous. No matter what type of food you like, it's in Vegas. Some restaurant somewhere has it and you can get it <laughs> and put it in your mouth <laughs> and it will be delicious. So true. So because Las Vegas has so many different varieties of places to eat, we've broken down what we think are our top four. So number one, buffets. Las Vegas has an amazing array of buffets from buffets uh, geared mostly towards seafood lovers to ones geared mostly towards um, people who like maybe more French style of food. And every buffet is amazing in its own way. They have very high-end buffets that cost upwards of $50, $60, as well as ones that are so cheap, you should really question whether or not you really want to eat there. (laughs) Do you really want to eat those crab legs? 
and, and, your, and the buffet only cost you twelve dollars. Mm. Mm. Yes. Oh no. <laughs> yes. Yes, you do. But you're in Vegas, so go ahead and do it. May as well. <laughs> uh, some of our favorite buffets are. I really like the on the more cost uh, friendly end, the Rio buffet. Um, yep. I've I've gone to that one a million times, and it is a nice huge buffet that has everything from fried chicken and macaroni and cheese to crab legs to dim sum tacos and nachos so it's a very much maybe like golden corral on crack very very good reasonably priced and always good for the belly fill another great buffet on my list would be bacchanal that is more a little more expensive buffet at caesar's palace and mr palace has provided us with a <laughs> beautiful beautiful restaurant with beautiful what what is it called when they the setup like the setup of the food the plating i guess right like every dish is plated beautifully everything tastes amazing that buffet is my favorite because they do this slab of bacon Mm, bacon slab and this they'll cut you a piece of bacon off of this bacon slab and that is so delicious like hands down one of the best things i've ever eaten the last time we went this over easter weekend and did an easter brunch there and the ham was amazing the mini hamburgers that are delicious the crab legs were amazing they do king crab legs but they slice them so you don't have to hurt your fingers trying to break into them <laughs> which I appreciate. They had um, fried chicken and waffles and these little baskets together with a little maple syrup. They had the full Italian side. They had the side with sushi and I mean, just pretty much everything your little mind could possibly want in a buffet they had. I actually like this buffet because of the simple fact that the the plating, like you mentioned, like all the dishes are individualized. So it's not like you're using forks and tongs and spoons a lot to get a lot of the food out off the buffet. So like the chicken and waffles are in their own little basket. So you can actually just pick up a basket and put it on your plate. And I actually like that because I'm a bit of a germaphobe. So I like the simple fact that, you know, you can grab your own individual little small little dishes and plates and kind of bring them to your table. So I do like that they've done that concept at that buffet. Right. Sue and Lee Boy aren't up there touching the handle to the food and dipping it into their, you know, and like got their hands all over everything. You just pick or up eating, the food you're going to eat and you don't have to French, touch anything eating else. Eating French fries out of the French fry warmer. <laughs> okay. So just FYI, yeah. Renee oh had a traumatic experience in Mexico at a buffet <laughs> because there was a little boy eating French fries off of the kids buffet section with the, like the French fries and the chicken fingers. And a little boy was standing there stuffing his face with French fries. Eating straight off the buffet. Like Renee, it was his plate and it was not. Renee it's not your plate. started fussing at this little boy. <laughs> and and just, I said the exact same thing. This is not your plate. <laughs> little boy he was just trying to get some french fries (laughs) and it's funny because he was hiding from somebody because you could tell he was like looking like okay they're not looking i'm gonna stuff as many french fries in my face as i can he was not looking at me (laughs) i think he he was hiding from some other people too because he knew he was wrong but that's why they had the special buffet for the children so they could put their germy little hands on whatever they needed But not in Vegas. In Vegas, they do not have buffets for the children. The children must conduct themselves accordingly. And luckily at Bacchanal, they can't put their grubby little fingers and stuff. They just have to grab the one container of French fries and take it back to their seat. So <laughs> I'm so sorry about your traumatic experience. Uh, Are you okay? 
Yes, I'm back. Do you need a minute? <laughs> I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm okay, good. <laughs> okay. So there are also a lot of high-end and chain restaurants in Las Vegas as well. Um, Gordon Ramsay has several. Um, BLT. Um, I don't think BLT Steak is here. I just made that up. I think it's, it's called Steak, S-T-K. That's the Gordon Ramsay restaurant. And then there's also a burger restaurant that he has there as well. A couple of pubs. So there's a lot of Michelin. Uh, Joel Robichon has a restaurant inside MGM Grand that's very pretty. And the menu outside is very pricey. So I have yet to, you know, taken the leap to go in and sit down, <laughs> let alone order. So <laughs> Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's a lot of uh, what you would consider, you know, luxury high end and, and eating that you can partake in Vegas. Right. And then there's also the chain restaurants. You can definitely find a Grand Lux, which is always a delicious experience. Mm -hmm. If you're not looking to go outside of your comfort zone, you want to eat the things that you can eat at your in your own neighborhood. Right. Cheesecake Factory, P.F. Chang's. Those are all either on the strip or near the strip or inside one of the hotels. Right. Las Vegas definitely allows you that experience as well. And then there are also unique dining experiences, like the restaurant we went to, Rose Rabbit Lie. That was a very unique experience with the live band being there. The food w wasn't particularly unique. It was, you know, it was good, but it wasn't anything, you know, super duper. But the entertainment was really what made that great. Also, we went to another restaurant the last time we went to Vegas. What was the name of that restaurant that we went to uh -huh. off the strip? That was the Barrymore, yeah, the Barrymore in Las Vegas. That restaurant is actually inside a hotel, the Royal Resort. So it's a little bit, it's on the strip, but a side street off the main street, strip. So off of Las Vegas Boulevard um, is where it's located. It's inside that resort. Awesome. And then there are several restaurants like that within Vegas that are themed or like there's one that has for wine service, like the the, the waitresses like fly up they have them hooked to rigs and they fly mm -hmm. up into the wine cellar and bring down your wine in a harness i mean i don't know but whatever's cool and neat and unique you can find it in vegas as well so if you are not a, a hardcore gambler you can definitely eat your way through vegas for sure so outside of food what else would you have or think would be a great I don't gamble Las Vegas, but I would like to do something else option for folks. I would, I would say shows would be my next suggestion. There's so many shows in Las Vegas and most of them don't include naked women. So surprise, surprise. Who knew? <laughs> who knew? So obviously the first type of show I would suggest would be Cirque du Soleil. Um, the best of the best Cirque shows are in Vegas. Also, a bunch of mediocre Cirque shows are in Vegas. And you'll know by the price where they rank in that. <laughs> if you get a ticket for under 100 bucks, meh. Yeah. <laughs> meh. We'll, we'll let you figure that out. <laughs> <Meh>. <laughs> but I've seen a few in Vegas, and I really enjoyed O. That's the water show that Cirque does. It was really amazing. Like the sh Not necessarily the content of the show but the way mechanics of the show works like how one moment someone would be high diving into a pool and within seconds the stage would be completely dry and there would be no water there so I was a little more fascinated by that than I think the actual show itself but it was a really cool show and on the opposite end of that 
I also saw Ka, which can be nice. Okay. <laughs> I can do that. I got a really good nap in that show and was able to go out and dance the night away afterwards because I was refreshed. How was that, Renee? Was that nice? Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. So in addition to Cirque shows, there are lots of concerts and residencies going on in Las Vegas. I, I believe J-Lo is going to start a residency yep. in Las Vegas in the near future. I think Elton John was doing something. Yeah. Elton John and Celine kind of flip-flop back and okay. forth at the uh, at uh, Caesars. Right. And at- Shania was at Shania Twain was at Caesars for mm-hmm. a while. Donnie and Marie, I mean, who apparently are going to live forever, are also still playing in Vegas. Britney Spears. You mentioned Britney yep. Spears? I did not. Yeah. I saw Brit Brit a couple of years ago when she first started touring. I mean, when she first started her residency in Las Vegas. And I'll tell you, it wasn't like the most interesting show. I mean, it's Britney, but it was entertaining. And I danced and I sang. She did all the songs I know. And the show was decent. Like it was a decent show. It had lots of things doing stuff and moving and sparkling and dropping and moving and, you know, a lot of popping and locking. I don't know. So I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Brit Brit. And she's in a smaller venue. Like she's the, you know, it's not like a huge arena. It's like a small, more intimate venue. And I I think that really worked for that concert. Yeah. And then there's also um, T.I. T.I. is starting his residency. I think he's doing like one month rotations at Dre's. In Dre's Beach Club and Night Club apparently has become like the, the new hotspot. So a lot of the up and coming or known artists kind of rotate through Dre's as long as well as the DJ. So I think Chris Brown was there the week we were there uh, or probably the day before we were there. I think he Apparently, was there. Apparently Justin Bieber was there too. I, don't, I can't remember where we were and why some random man was talking to me. Well, I mean, I don't know why, but the, <laughs> the guy was telling me that Justin Bieber had just been somewhere and he was talking about the people like waiting outside for him and something. And, I'm, and I was hmm. just thinking, a, why are you telling me this? And B, okay. You just look friendly and you wanted to say, hey, yeah, <laughs> young lady. Hey, hey there, Missy. Did you know hey Justin there. Bieber was just here? Right. Is it too late now to say sorry? <laughs> so, you know, so, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, there are, I mean, it seems like there's a great variety of artists that perform in Vegas. And this doesn't yep. even include like, you know, bands. And I hear there's this really good like soul funk band that does something on the strip. Um, we heard a really good 80s pop band. Oh, yeah. On yeah. the old strip, who I have no idea what their name was, but they sounded like they play often. Like they, you know, and during their set, they kept making mention of, hey, come see us here and come do this and blah, blah, blah. So it sounded like that they are, you know, pretty well known and that they do it pretty often. They were a really good band. We stood there for a while and danced and sang along to 80s tunes. They actually were named 80s Station. And so, you know, that's, I think that's why I didn't pick up that was their name. I yeah. thought they were just saying like, this is what you would hear on the 80s Station. <laughs> you know, because, you know, at different parts of the old strip, they have different concerts. Like they have different music playing. Like there's a, at, the, at one end, they generally have this rock band. So I remember the last time we went, we sat and listened to the rock band. Yeah. And they yeah, did more the like um, traditional rock. So <laughs> I didn't even make that. Now that makes sense. Because I remember seeing the sign that says AZ Station. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for making my brain come full circle. <laughs> Thank you. Bring it all together. You know, everything, everything happens for a reason. Yeah, it does. <laughs> There are also great plays and musicals 
in Las Vegas. Uh, a lot of Broadway touring shows are in Vegas. I know Phantom of the Opera was there for a really long time. And currently Rock of Ages is... And Jersey Boys, I think, is still playing there as well. Yeah. And then there are also like non-Broadway shows. Like we saw one called Tony and Tina's Wedding, which was hilarious. It was random, but it was hilarious. It's definitely something I would recommend. I don't know if it's still there, but if it is... That it would actually be is really... still there. I When I went with my mom and aunt, that was year before last. Uh, I actually got them tickets yeah. to go see it. Did they I enjoy it? They did. They yeah. loved it. They absolutely <laughs> loved it. Uh, my aunt actually ended up sitting at a table with a couple of the cast members. Okay, to set the scene for those who want to go see Tony and Tina's wedding, it's an interactive play or show. It's a show, actually. So Tony and Tina are getting married. They're your traditional Italian family. And you, as a participant of the wedding, are sitting or could be sitting next to a participant of the actual show. So an actor, actress who is a member of the cast, you could be sitting next to at the table. And therefore, the opportunity for you to become more interactive with what's happening around you increases because you don't know who's sitting to the left or right of you. So it's actually a really cool little concept. Um, so when my, my aunt and my mom went, my aunt actually ended up getting on the dance floor and dancing with like the old uncle. <laughs> he was sitting next to her. So, so yeah, it's a really cool experience if you do get a chance to go check it out. All right. Do you have any suggestions for the people who don't want to gamble but want to spend time in Las Vegas? Um, I like the shopping <laughs> piece of I don't like to gamble, but I can spend my money somewhere. Right. So if you're going to if you are going to spend your money. Spend it, spend it at the many, many, many stores that are either on the Las Vegas Strip or off of the Strip. There are many places for you to, to lose your dollars that do not include chips or cards. <laughs> Where you can actually get something in return. <laughs> and you can get something in return. Um, the form shops in Caesar Palace is a lot of people start there. They're shopping in Planet Hollywood. Uh, Kim and I, when we go, we normally go to outlets. Uh, mainly because a lot of the outlet stores in Las Vegas are premium outlets. So they have a lot of the more high end uh, stores that you normally would see in the mall. But of course, it's discounted because it's outlet. So you Tory Burch, Kate Spade. I don't think they have a Victoria's. I think they may have a Victoria's Secrets outlet in Las Vegas. I have to check. I can't remember. And I can't remember. Um, but definitely there's a Tory Burch and Kate Spade. Those are the places that we normally go to. Right. And the Converse outlet and the Coach yep. outlet. Yep. So the the shopping is plentiful. In Las Vegas, you definitely should should take advantage of you have the time. They actually have do have shopping like tours. So if you aren't too sure, if you don't want to drive or do a taxi over, which you always had the option to do Uber now, there are uh, tour options also. They do like little shopping tours. You can always look that up too. And we actually did some shopping off the strip this time. We went to a outdoor mall in Las Vegas and it was really nice. It it was, you know, just a very visually stunning outdoor area that had movie theaters, restaurants, kind of stores, live work play situation going on. And we found a couple of stores that we, you know, stores that we're used to that we just want to pop into and see what they had. And, but the strip does offer a more unique experience. For for example, uh, I know a lot of ladies are probably familiar with rent the runway. Uh, A lot of times when you go to Vegas, when you go out at night, you want to have that little extra dress, the little pop, little zing, maybe some sparkles, but you don't want to pay $400 for that dress, but you just want to wear it one time. And Rent the Runway obviously gives you that option. There's a Rent the Runway store in Las Vegas. So you can actually go to the store and rent the dress there or have it delivered to that store where you can pick it up or drop it off at that store 
after you're done wearing it. So there's a Tom Ford store. I mean, there's all kinds of things that, you know, you don't normally see. So get your shopping on. Yes. Spend your money in a way that you can actually bring something home and say, look, honey, look what I didn't spend all my money gambling. I bought this. (laughs) So another cool thing to do in Las Vegas is to get out, get outside, get away from the strip. Get away from the hotels and the lights and the pumping of oxygen into the casinos that makes you Mm. think like, why have I not slept in two days? I don't understand. Good old oxygen. Mm. Every time. Mm. Oxygen and bourbon. That's all I need. (laughs) Seriously. That's, that's my fuel. My Mm. tackling fuel. There are a lot of things to do outside in the fabulous Nevada climate, which is dusty. One of those things that I think is really cool that I haven't done yet, but I really want to is called dig this. And it's basically a construction site where you can drive heavy construction equipment. And I don't know why that seems so awesome to me, but it does. And one day I'm going to go do that. But you can, they have like dirt movers and you can like pick up the piles of dirt and drop them somewhere else and you wear a construction hat. And I just feel like that would be really exciting. So. And see, I'm the complete opposite. (laughs) I do not want to do that. I wouldn't mind driving cars, but not necessarily Caterpillar tractors, but but more so exotic cars. Mm -hmm. And Las Vegas does have a exotic racing, what they call exotic racing school. Um, and it's part of their whole dream racing type of atmosphere that they create for you, where you can actually go and drive these really nice Corvettes and Porsches and super fast cars. Um, it is a little pricey. So I keep saying that one day I'm actually going to save my money from shopping and do one of these exotic car racing activities off the strip. Right. And there's lots of hiking opportunities in Las Vegas, as well as like dune buggy um, driving, we met a guy, he and his friends had done a sand dune, dune buggy thing out in the desert. And that would be fun. And yeah. he said it was so much fun. fun. Uh, they they really enjoyed themselves. And so something else that I did this time that I had not done before was I went to the Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. It was, it took for, it was an entire day. <laughs> but it was a really cool experience. The Grand Canyon was amazing. Hopefully you got to see my my periscope of the Grand Canyon or my Snapchat. I don't know if you did, but I may not have done it right. So you know, let's just say you missed it, but you'll catch it next time. <laughs> and that was a really cool day. It was a really cool way to spend a day, you know, for, after being in Las Vegas. Yes. I'm glad that you finally got to Canyon as I have in the past. <laughs> it was great. It was great. The, sharing that experience. And you know, actually the most interesting part is that everyone on our tour was from another country. So I, I mean, just I, a, that blew my mind and that be a, not more people, you know, from here, go there from Vegas and B that those people had come from so far. Like mm-hmm. uh, one couple was from Denmark. One guy was from Scotland. They had come a really long way to see the grand Canyon. And I thought it was worth it. It was amazing. I don't think my mind had really prepared itself for how grand yeah. said Canyon would be. It's pretty big. And it was humongous. It is humongous. Like in my mind, as I'm there, I'm thinking, I wonder if the first person who like walked up on this was like, whoa, (laughs) whoa, hey guys, come see this. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, Out of control. So the side of the canyon that you're on, the unfortunate part of it is that you didn't get to go to the museum that actually tells you the story of how the two brothers who kind of traversed around the canyon and how they 
you know, rolled up on it by going down the Colorado River. And it actually has the first photos that were taken oh, of cool. the canyon during that time frame. Um, that was the side of the canyon that I was on. I was able to kind of go into that museum and it actually shows like a movie. So it's old black and white reels <laughs> that are going and actually talking about it, describing this this excursion that these two brothers took um, down the Colorado River. So it was actually pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. And I think they were just like that. He was like, do you see this? You got to see this. <laughs> oh, my God. My God. <laughs> Stop hunting that elk and come look at this. Put that fishing wheel down and come here. This canyon gives me life all day. But good. I'm glad you got to go and see it. it yeah. Is. And so I definitely recommend it. Um, I'm, I'm glad that was your expression. Yeah. If you if you haven't seen it and you're going to Vegas and you have a day where you don't really have anything planned, do that. Go to the Grand Canyon. But if you go later in the day, it's going to get cold. And I don't mean chilly. I mean cold. Like there was snow on the ground. So prepare your mind and your body. There were people there in flip-flops and shorts. And I was like, no, no, you're going to lose. You're going to lose some of these. You, you, you've <laughs> come no. with some toes. You're not going to take home with you. <laughs> like that's how cold it was. And kids. I'm like, you know, I, I don't know. Clearly I. Well, it depends on the time of year too. You guys went. But Lord have mercy. There were kids out there in shorts and flip-flops. It was good in 30 degrees. It's because no one thinks that you're going up in elevation. So they don't understand that the temperature drops the higher you go up. <laughs> so- Which leads to my next point, the power of Google. If you're going somewhere, <laughs> Google it. Get a little information before you go. Be informed. Don't just show up. That's how you lose a toe. That is how you lose a toe. That is so true. All right. So let's also talk about indoor pursuits in Las Vegas for those that don't want to gamble. So don't want to go outside in the Nevada heat? I understand that temperatures get upwards to what 112 or something like that mm-hmm. i think that's what yeah. it was the last time we were there it was like 112 and you may not want to step outside and i can understand that <laughs> i get that so here are some things you can do inside to save yourself from a little skin cancer why does everything have to be doomed first you were losing a toe i mean well, <laughs> losing a toe is not <laughs> i mean once the gangrene set in and it's like you know mercer living in your leg then that's different oh you know it might be some doom but you know, trying to keep it easy for the people. <laughs> so indoor pursuits. One place that we went uh, that we had not been before, well, that I, n- I had not been to before was Mandalay Bay. And we stumbled upon the Shark Reef. And it was a delightful little romp through the ruins of some, I don't, I can't remember what the theme of the, <laughs> the, the aquarium was, ruin, and all types of different sharks which were pretty cool. And the sharks and there were sharks and lizards and other stuff too. But the sharks weren't like sleepy sharks. They swim around, which was cool. You know, sometimes you go to aquariums and zoos and the animals don't do anything. These animals were pretty active. But the best part, the part that I really thought was worth my $20 was the octopus. I knew it. The octopus was so cool. I have never seen an octopus move that much. So he was showing off. He was. He was like, hey, ladies. (laughs) Look at these suckers. <laughs> you never seen no tentacles like this. You ain't seen nothing like this, Charlotte. Look out. Oh, I done stuck myself to the glass. What? But the octopus was amazing. It just, it crawled or is it crawled? I don't know. It propelled itself around the tank and along the glass. So you could literally watch how it moved and see how it suckers and feelers and tentacles moved. And it was so neat. And it was like, it was looking at me saying, hey, Kimberly, I want to be your friend. Will you be my friend? And I said, sure, Otis, you can be my friend. And apparently he's, his name is Otis. <laughs> yeah, because I was going to go with name. Dave, but that was too obvious from Penguins of Madagascar. But 
I figure Otis was a better name for him because he looked like an Otis. He had kind of the personality of an Otis. You know, Otis, he's the guy who's just like, you know, yeah, I'm Otis. I've got muscles. I'm a big guy. I'm sexy. That's what the octopus was doing. He was like, <laughs> look at me. Like, I'm, I am the octopus here. The only one. Check it out. Did you like that? Let me do it again. I did. I like- <laughs> That's what Otis said. That was how Otis was living his life. Showing off. <laughs> Otis was like, this should be called Octopus Reef. <laughs> right. I don't know why Shark is in the front. <laughs> Let's take care of that. <laughs> Can we talk about how at the Shark Reef, there was a guy standing next to the piranha tank? Because apparently people decided to put their fingers in piranha tanks. <laughs> Not thinking that piranhas bite. Now, okay, you say that, but... I would have shown up, stood there and waited for somebody to put their finger in there <laughs> and watched it. <laughs> so that make me as bad as a person putting their finger in there. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, I was a little disappointed he was there because I was thinking some, <laughs> somebody go stick their finger in there. <laughs> One of these tours is going to be like, Hey, 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 Judith, record this. <laughs> Check this out. <laughs> And then when he came home with one less finger than he left with, he was going to have to explain to everybody at the office on Monday why he lost a finger. And they were going to say, you did what? You did what? You put your hand where? Yeah. Eugene, why would you stick your hand in a piranha tank? Because that's what a Eugene would do. Exactly. Exactly. And Judith is thinking about divorcing him because (laughs) this is not the first time he's done some dumb shit. Because she sat there with her iPhone taking a picture and said, this is some dumb shit. (laughs) And she shook her head. Every time. Every she put her, you know, she she put her hand. She put her her hands between the eyes. (laughs) She had to rub it. She was like, oh, Lord, Eugene. And then he going to come back and say something like, well, Judith, I ain't say nothing about that $2,000 purse you bought. And it's going to be a whole thing. And the kids are going to be like, mommy, stop fighting. And it's just going to be horrible. So this is why you have to follow the rules. Don't stick your hand in the piranha tank. It will tear your family apart. Destroys your family. Piranhas destroy families. If you did not know. Amen. Also, other indoor pursuits. Oh, no, we didn't talk about um, Siegfried and Roy. And their yeah. lion sanctuary. Treasure Island. Yeah. And there used to be lions at the MGM Grand, right? Are they still? They're not there anymore, though, right? Oh no, those are gone. That's where Hoxon is now. <laughs> oh, so that wonderful place where we danced the yeah. night away is where the lions used to be. Yeah, got it. That's where Noted. Is. So very cool, unique experiences indoors in Las Vegas. There's also a cool roller coaster at New York, New York, and this one is Stratosphere at mm-hmm. the far end of the strip. And then there are other thrill rides too. There's like a, you know, one of the skydiving, indoor skydiving mm-hmm. situations. There are lots of those, uh, like break, what is it called? Um, what am, uh, breakout rooms. There's a CSI lab situation that you can go to. Lots of cool random stuff that you can do when you're there. I mean, that's in addition to like movie theaters and art galleries and, you know, standard things in addition to how cool all the casinos are just walking through casinos. And, you know, that's really the best way to discover some of these different ways to have a good time without spending money. It's just walking through the casinos. Yep. That's how we found the aquarium. Cause we did not, that was not our intention to go there and to find that. And we did, and we had a great time. Yep. There so, it was. And Otis thanks us. And he thanks you as well. Thanks Otis. <laughs> We appreciate it. (laughs) And so for those of you wondering, I know, I know, I went to Vegas. Did I play poker? Did I, did I meet Ron? And I am unfortunately having to give you the bad news that 
I did not play poker, nor did I meet Ron on this particular Vegas trip. However, we did see a couple of guys that would make great Rons. We 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 saw we, we, we saw a few potential uh, Rons, and we took a few applications. Yep. <laughs> but um, I don't think we found anyone in this first round that is going to be my chip slash hype man slash driver slash butler slash henchman. <laughs> Ron, ha- Ron has a lot to do. <laughs> I mean. Filling Ron's shoes is really going to be <laughs> extensive resume, you know, a really hard position to fill. And I talked to Otis about it a little bit while we were at the Shark Reef. And he said that I really have to find someone with unique abilities. And Otis would know because he's got lots of unique abilities. So. I mean, really? He has eight tentacles. I mean, he does. He can do a lot of things at one time. Right. Otis actually, if Otis was human, he'll be great. He would be a perfect Ron. You can hold your bags, get your chips, and get your drink. See, and put like, somebody in the headlock all at the same time. But I, see, I feel like Otis <laughs> wants to be me. You know what I'm saying? Like, Otis wants to have a Ron, too. Oh, oh yeah. That's you know what I'm saying? Like, he wants to be on the same level as me. Like, he wants to be across on a poker table trying to get my money. Whereas Ron is like, nah, girl, you got this. <laughs> you got this. I believe in you. Give me a pep talk. Yeah. As you rub your shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Ron. Thank you. <laughs> Topping off your uh, bourbon. You want to <laughs> win beneath my wings, right? <laughs> I can fly high against the sky. So high, I almost touched the sky. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh, well. <laughs> there you have it, folks. <laughs> there you have it. And with that, <laughs> I think we might need to wrap it up today. <laughs> so if you haven't already, please go into iTunes. Tell us what you think of the show. Leave us like a review. Like our show, people. Please. Like the show. Like us. <laughs> we like you and also feel free to follow us on twitter at round trip pod and we have a facebook page too <laughs> round trip podcast check it out we put stuff on it and you can like it or comment on it or now you can actually have an emotion about it and if you have not already visited the rogue intel page check out some of our other great podcasts so thanks for listening bye guys <laughs>